Have an open mind because there are so many opportunities. You know, I never thought that I would work in a construction company and be wearing a hard hat on on the job <laughs> in like a dress and heels. <laughs> but um, to definitely be optimistic, not get discouraged, and don't write anything off that you think you wouldn't be interested in because you would be surprised, I think. From the cubicle to the lab, the studio to the war room, climbing the corporate ladder or joining a scrappy startup, experience a day in the life of the jobs you want. This is the Experience a Day in the Life podcast. We interview professionals, entrepreneurs, and recent grads about what a day is actually like on the job, hour by hour, or as we like to call it, they're a diddle, spelled A-D-I-T-L, which stands for a day in the life. This podcast will inspire you to gain experience beyond the classroom and launch a career of your own. We're your hosts, Chris DeBeau and Matt Poe. Welcome to part two in the two-part working environment series. In part one, we went through hour by hour a day in Francesca Gentile's life as an associate at Delos. In this episode, we'll take you through Francesca's career journey so you know what skills and experience are necessary to land a job in the health and wellness space. From her town-wide plastic water bottle ban to a sustainability internship at a construction company to working at Delos, let's learn how she put the puzzle pieces together to her career so you can do the same. Thanks to her family and upbringing, Francesca's always been passionate about sustainability, health, and wellness, so much so that we're going to take you back to junior year of high school, where she spent the fall on a sustainability farm. We were self-sustaining, so like almost everything that we ate came from the farm, so you know, we had any sort of dairy option, milk, yogurt, butter from the farm. We slaughtered our cows and our chickens and our lambs for meat, and then any sort of fruits and vegetables that we harvested, we would eat as well. We made bread and forged mushrooms, but that was the that was the aspect of farming, but a lot of the classes were focused on sustainability and being environmentally friendly. Specifically, my cabin, I lived with seven other girls in a cabin that was off the grid. So we powered our electricity and lights using solar panels, riding a stationary bike, having our cabin insulated with blue jeans, and then our wood fire stove as heat. So we were truly exposed to what it meant to be self-sustained. After her semester in high school at the sustainability farm, she came back and had to make up for missing chemistry class, so she got creative. Me and a friend really tried to understand, you know, how can we impact our local community? And there was an initiative led by two activists in Concord, which is where I grew up, to ban bottled water. And we did some research regarding the harmful effects of bottled water on the environment, on human health, and decided to kind of partner with them. So we tried to raise awareness within our local community, but specifically in our high school, we conducted taste tests, seeing if people could tell the difference between Dasani and Aquafina and Poland Springs, and then our filtered tap water at our school. Uh, We went around to local business owners to understand how much they would lose revenue-wise if we were to ban bottled water and some options for having filtered tap water available. 
Concord is super historic, so tourism was a was a big hurdle to try to understand. And so, yeah, so we went through the whole process trying to ban bottled water, being the, the first in the U.S. and the second in the world to do so. It took us two years. The first year, we lost the town hall by seven votes. But then the second year, we were actually over 18. So I was able to present the article at the town hall and vote myself, and and we won. What a comeback story. (laughs) What was it like? You were probably on the spotlight at such a young age in your town. What was that like? And there was a documentary made about it. There was a documentary made about it? I definitely have some some clippings out of the the Concord Journal, our local newspaper. I mean, Concord's very small, but yeah, we definitely ruffled some feathers. Some of the Poland Springs, people came to town hall and tried to, you know, ban against us, (laughs) which was really interesting. And yeah, there was a documentary that was later filmed called Divide in Concord, all about how Concord Concord is this this town that revolutionizes history, you know, in the Revolutionary War, but now in the environmental activist setting. So it was really interesting. I mean, I really enjoyed the process. Through doing that, I knew I didn't want to get into environmental politics or environmental law, and I wanted it was to go that, a, that was an original thought of yours, Yeah, right? definitely. So I wanted to go a different route. What about it made you not want to do it? So political. (laughs) It got to the point to be almost petty because we were in such a small community. And and I also just legal jargon language is not my thing. What would you say to the students who are listening that may want to fight for a cause of their own but doesn't have the courage or doesn't have the confidence confidence to do so? I mean, it was definitely hard at times, but you just have to be persistent. And if you truly believe in what you're fighting for, then you'll make it happen. I mean, we were defeated and we were so sad. We had put in so much blood, sweat, and tears into this campaign and this this passing this article. And, you know, we came back that much stronger and it was even more motivating to, to come back and win and, and show those people. <laughs> and the water bottle ban is still in effect today. From high school, Francesca went to Denison University to study environmental studies and economics. The double major combo, she told us, was because she wanted to ensure that she would have job opportunities post-graduation. So environmental studies was my passion. Like I said, I didn't exactly know how I would utilize that post-Denison, post-school, and into a potential career. I didn't want to do environmental law, which is super common. I also didn't want to do environmental research, which is also super common to come out of that major. So I, I felt that I needed something that was applicable to the real world. And so economics, I've always been a math and science girl, and I took an intro to economics class and really liked it. So I thought I'd pair it with that and be okay in the real world. <laughs> First internship was working at the Denison University Admissions Office. She was basically a resource for any prospective or accepted students that had any questions about the school. Also, you know, needed a little spending money at college as well. <laughs> so, but yeah, it definitely shaped my my time at Denison and having a job. I've always felt very unproductive if I am not working or don't have a job. So I really needed a job during school. <laughs> 
Francesca grew up in Argentina and wanted to return to her roots and practice her Spanish, so she studied abroad in Chile. There, she was able to take science classes in Spanish to credit towards both her environmental studies major and her minor in Spanish. Plus... I knew Chile had beautiful nature. They have the Andes Mountains, they have the ocean, they have the glaciers, and they also have the driest desert in the world. One weekend, I skied on Saturday and then surfed on Sunday. It was oh, that, just okay. a really epic geological place. So that was really attractive to me. Her next internship was crucial to putting the pieces together on how she could pursue environmental studies and her passion for sustainability into a career. My dad's an architect, which is kind of also how I got into the wellness real estate world. He managed a few projects where the contractor on the project was Structure Tone. It's a huge company, one of the leading global companies in construction. And I was able to talk to a few people within Structure Tone to kind of find my very first boss, who is the director of sustainability. Sustainability was a one lady team who was my boss and she actually really needed a hand and so I was the sustainability intern um, with her and she was really responsible for all of the lead certification consulting work. So LEED is a green building certification. So it looks at things like water conservation, energy consumption, looking at materials, so recycled content, locally manufactured, any of those things. So it's very environmentally driven. You're looking at specific products, so adhesives and sealants, wood, carpeting, flooring, furniture. For LEED specifically, you look at the VOC content. This is getting a little technical. VOC content, which are essentially chemical compounds that can be harmful to human health, can be carcinogenic, and then also therefore harmful to the environment. You're also looking at the percentage of recycled content in a product, the percentage of reclaimed or regional, so reclaimed wood, um, so wood that's used again, but really looking at the full cycle of the product and how it's benefiting the environment or harming the environment. Wrapping up her college experience, she completed her first research project focused on the benefits a permanent open-air farmer's market would have in a low-income area of central Ohio on the local community, economy, and environment, the three pillars of sustainability. So I really looked at how it affected all those, all the pillars of sustainability and, you know, worked with the local community again to really understand what they felt about the project, facilitated focus groups, uh, conducted surveys, you know, walked around and interviewed people, and then backed that with a, a large amount of research surrounding the benefits of providing healthy food options to lower income areas. Let's talk about graduation now, too, oh, yes. because that's an anxious time for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Did you have what were your sentiments? You know, I was ready to leave Denison. <laughs> I adored Denison and it gave me an incredible education and I'm so thankful for it and I have really wonderful friends that came of it but I was ready to move on to I don't know bigger and better maybe <laughs> um, but it was a very anxiety ridden time I definitely did not have a job and I felt like a lot of my friends did and you know it was kind of just 
pressure to be able to say, oh, I have a job. And I had started the job process. I remember my spreadsheet of all my potential contacts, uh, you know, their phone numbers, their contact information, what industry they were in, how I knew them, and my last, like, mode of communication with them. Yeah, I did not have a job coming out of college. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, a lot of students usually don't. But what, what, what were jobs that you were looking for at that point since you did have environmental studies and economics? Were you looking at mostly finance or mostly environmental? I was looking at uh, a little bit of everything. I kind of latched on to consulting work because my sustainability intern was most similar to like a consulting work where you had clients and projects and you were the account manager. So I was looking at some consulting firms. I was looking at social impact companies in more of the finance realm. I wanted to be I remember client-facing and to make some sort of social, environmental, or health impact somehow impact things in a positive way. Those were my non-negotiables and, like, be passionate about the, the mission of the company. So then how'd you find Delos? So I actually, during my time at Structure Tone, my boss was really incredible. She exposed me to, you know, she would bring me out to client lunches and conferences. And we went to a talk where one of the Dallas employees was presenting on human health and productivity levels and wellness real estate. And I was totally fascinated, although I loved sustainability work. The work I was doing was more looking at, as you mentioned, materials and buildings, and there's not that like connection to those things. Whereas if you're working for the benefit of people, it's so much more tangible than the environment. So I, I just really loved, loved that idea. Um, and as I mentioned, I'm like a health nut freak. So that was super attractive to be working in a health and wellness realm and real estate as well. I really was into my dad's an architect, as I mentioned. So growing up, I was totally exposed to architecture. And so that's really fascinating for me. I've learned so much about health and wellness, but also so much about construction, mechanical drawings, engineer plant, like all, <laughs> all of the, all the works, which is cool. So did you just apply and, and it was just a standard so, interview? Yeah, so my boss exposed me to that talk, and that was the summer before my senior year. And then I was reconnecting with my boss the summer after my senior year, after graduating, and she actually jogged my memory. She was like, what about Delos? And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And she was like, look online, just apply to one of the pages. Um, and yeah, I, de I, I went in, you know, I wrote a cover letter and I had a resume and went in blind. And, and that's how I started my interview, my long, long, extensive interview process. Long? Very long. Yeah, it was multiple interviews. I had a phone interview and then had to come in and do, I think there were seven individuals that I had to meet with, one being the COO, who asked me a lot of those like brain teaser questions, like how many square feet is this office? Or like the what switch belongs to what light bulb question, three switches outside, three light bulbs inside the room, and you have to figure out which switch belongs to what light bulb, but you can only go in once. But it's all about like right. the thought process to getting to the answer. And then I have, I had a, a project that they made me do. And I remember like 
felt like I was back in college, I locked myself in the Boston Public Library and like cried and I had like 24 <laughs> hours to do it. And it's like an eight page document that I ended up turning around. And yeah, it was it was really intense. But I also definitely put all my eggs in one basket. Like I was only pursuing Delos. I wanted the job so very bad. Um, so maybe don't do that. <laughs> but well, it worked out. out. You, yeah. yeah, it worked out for me. Francesca was brought on as an analyst on the Delos Solutions team. That meant she was working on well certification consulting for their commercial clients. Delos recently launched a new offering called Darwin, the world's first home wellness intelligence platform designed to help enhance energy, sleep, and overall well-being. And it does this by intuitively responding to the conditions in the home, purifying air and water, and providing dynamic lighting designed to restore the body's natural rhythms. Very exciting stuff on the Delos front. I was then brought over to, you know, we're really putting all our energy and resources into commercializing Darwin for the U.S. market. So really focusing on our luxury residential brand and also our volume residential brand. And so that role was an, is an account manager. I definitely still have that role, but I think I've they've added more to my plate. So more of, I would say I'm on three teams right now (laughs) transitioning off some of my old projects and then moving on to new ones but my new role is a bit more technical and design based so I'm working very closely with architects and engineers and doing a lot of the design and the technical work surrounding some of the wellness recommendations on products and solutions that we offer some of our residential clients. What are some tips that you could offer college students who want to lead a sustainable life with a focus on um, health and wellness? Well, I would say that finding a career in sustainability or health and wellness is not the easiest task. They're not super easy to come by. They're usually paired with another industry. So my job health and wellness is paired with real estate. Sustainability, when I worked in sustainability, was paired with construction. So I really looked at the built environment and then how that's affecting the environment and health. So that was just like one of the many lenses that you could take on it. So I would recommend not to get discouraged if that's really what they know, what they are passionate about and what they really, the field they really want to get into, but then to have an open mind because There are so many opportunities. You know, I never thought that I would work in a construction company and be wearing a hard hat on on the job (laughs) in like a dress and heels. (laughs) But to definitely be optimistic, not get discouraged, and don't write anything off that you think you wouldn't be interested in because you would be surprised, I think. That wraps up part two in the Working Environment series. Huge thanks to Francesca Gentile for sharing her wisdom throughout this experience at Day in the Life series. If you haven't already, be sure to listen to part one in this series to experience a day in the life of an associate at Delos. 
So they say you can't get a job without experience, but need experience to get the job. But luckily, we have quite the experience. You can join our team and experience a day in the life of the jobs you want by applying to be a student editor. Regardless of your major or amount of experience, this is the perfect stepping stone into any internship or career. Find more info and sign up at xadiddle.com slash students. That's x-a-d-i-t-l dot com slash students. Thanks for listening. Head over to exadiddle.com. That's X-A-D-I-T-L.com. There you can find the show notes for this series and more A Day in the Life articles. And you can get to know us and our guests more by joining our communities on social media. Follow at Xadiddle on Instagram and on LinkedIn by searching for Krista Bow and Matt with one T Poe. If you learned something in this episode, please take some time to help our mission by leaving a positive rating and review of the show. Each week, we bring you a new interview series with guests from different jobs and different industries. In each series, we'll live a specific day in the life, hour by hour, and experience their career journey. So don't forget to subscribe.